Welcome to episode seven of FountainCast, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information regarding local business news and community happenings. I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson. Hello, Fountain Hills. Welcome to episode seven of FountainCast. Thank you so much for taking a look at our show. We are thrilled to have you listening today. For today's episode, I sat down with local filmmaker Andrew Day of Daylight Film to learn more about using visuals to tell your business's story. Let's jump right in. All right, for today's episode, I am excited to be sitting down with Andrew Day of Daylight Films. Andrew, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Paige. It's a pleasure and looking forward to talking to you. So I know that you have been listening to FountainCast, so you probably know the drill by now, but could you just start off by sharing with our listeners a little about who you are as a local Fountain Hills business person and just your general path to where you are today? Sure. Um, My name's Andrew. I own a company called Daylight Films, and... Uh, My folks moved out to Fountain Hills while I was still in college years ago, and I went to L.A. to start my master's degree at UCLA. I'm a University of Arizona grad. Sorry to my devil friends that are listening to this. Um, uh, I went out there to start, and I I couldn't be in a classroom anymore. I couldn't sit there, and like I had to work. So I started working in Hollywood, and then they had riots and all kinds of other bad things, and I'm like, I got to get out of there. So... I moved back to Phoenix because in LA I was like a guppy in, in the Indian Ocean and I decided I got to work in a smaller market. Started at the bottom. I've been in every single department you can think of except hair and makeup because I'm just not good at that. And uh, and then opened my own production company uh, years ago, 2004, and I've uh, been plugging away ever since. I still work for other people occasionally. Like I like to work, so if I'm sitting at home and someone says, hey, I've got this project, come and join me, and so it's not necessarily a Daylight Films production. I'll still go out and work, but uh, we do everything from commercials to web content to corporate videos, anything anybody needs involving video. We are a full-service video production company. Very cool. Well, we have known each other for a few years now just through work, and I've heard you mention some of the bigger name clients that you've worked with or even some awards you've won. Can you tell us more about that? Because you're definitely putting Fountain Hills on the map in your industry, which is super cool. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I don't think that's true, but that's okay. I like where your head's at. Um, I've worked with the, uh, used to be called the Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, now they're the Arizona Coyotes. We actually uh, won a Rocky Mountain Emmy for Best Commercial when they changed their logo. I was the producer on that, uh, not the director. And I've worked, some of my clients are the Texas Rangers baseball team. I work with them in spring training. Uh, I've worked years with the Kansas City Royals in spring training. For the Royals, we help uh, produce their green screen setup. So when they introduce players at a game, like now batting number 22, that's produced by us here. But in the last three years, I've directed all the commercials uh, during spring training for the Texas Rangers. Fortunately, we don't get to see them here. They see them in Dallas. We were nominated for a Lone Star Emmy Award in Texas for a, a piece we did that was a, a mock of spoof of Stranger Things called Ranger Things, which is a show, Stranger Things, on Netflix. Yeah, so we did a goofy version of that, and that got nominated. Um, I also have won a Rocky Mountain Emmy Award for producing a, on a TV series here in Phoenix called the STEM Journals for Cox Communications, which is no longer on the air. Um, I do national marketing videos for Rosati's Pizza Pubs. Uh, I've shot with Sport TV, produced for them out of Brazil, which is similar to ESPN. Um, locally, all kinds of stuff. Red Mountain Weight Loss, 
Fountain Hills Tourism, Fountain Hills Economic Development, um, companies out of LA that wouldn't mean anybody to anybody else. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff. You can go to the website and see it all. So Very cool. Well, you definitely seem to have a big portfolio that you should be very proud of. Thank so you. and we're happy to have <laughs> someone like you in our business community. And I'm really excited to be chatting with you more today about your specialty, which is bringing business to life through video. You became the sort of vi the go-to video guy around town, I feel. And you even won the 2018 Tourism Award at our chamber gala and that was because of your hand in creating the promo video for the town correct yeah that was that was really i mean we were just a part of that uh grace and the folks over at tourism have just been spectacular and the folks at park parks and rec rachel goodwin um they come up with some cool ideas we get together we you know workshop them together and work through them we go out and, and shoot as much as we can. They give us some input on our edit. We tweak it, and it is what it is. And we've it's just been a really great relationship. I love working with all those folks, and it's it's done well, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I yeah. always love seeing the videos where, oh. where I, you, know, you can see them and stuff. Yeah. So that is cool to be involved in promoting our town. Absolutely, yeah. After listening more from you, I can tell that video is a passion project. So why do you think you're passionate about film and specifically sharing a business or even an entire town story with the world? Well, my, my passion for film started, and it was film, people they used to actually shoot things on film uh, when I was really little. And the movies always fascinated me. And I was, I'm one of the lucky people that actually have known what I've wanted to do my entire life since I was like 10. I never wanted to be a fireman or a lawyer or an accountant or anything like that. So um, got my degree in film production, again, from the U of A. And like I said, started a master's, but I just I, I couldn't do it anyway. So I, I went to work in the industry. And so I've, I've worked on major feature films like The Doors by Oliver Stone, Pure Luck. I've worked on episodic television. And so taking all of that experience over the years from being in films, being on film sets, being on TV series, uh, I've just moved it into a smaller medium, which is either commercials or corporate video or web-based videos. Very cool. It's always exciting to hear about that. And now last episode of Fountaincast, I talked with Debbie Clayson, who, uh, as you know, is a PR marketing expert. And she mentioned how sometimes people just seem to put together a video piece to use on social media. And maybe that's not always the best way to go. Would you say that's enough? Or what would you suggest for someone who wants to utilize video on their social media platforms and beyond for their business? Well, first of all, Debbie's great. I've met Debbie before, so if you guys are looking for help, she's a great source. Um, it varies. A lot of times, if you're looking to reach people on a weekly basis with just quick little things, you can take your phone and go out and go, hey, here we are at XYZ doing ABC, whatever it might be. Absolutely, more power to you. That's a great way to get stuff up on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those social media platforms. But if you want to brand who you are on your website, you need something that's stronger, that's well-produced, well-thought-out, usually under two minutes that kind of lets people know when they get to your website who you are. Maybe it's a face with a voice that they hear on the phone. Maybe it's just getting to know about you because they're not going to sit there and read your website because, unfortunately, no one has the attention span anymore. And they click on a website and they see this giant blog or all these paragraphs and they're going... Yeah, I don't have the time. So then click on a video, watch it. You can tell them, yeah, and, and they'll go to other parts of your page on fre frequently asked questions and all that, but you at least get a sense of who you are and what you do. They may pick up the phone from that, drive business towards your business, get clients, whatnot, 
and you can tell them more if you need to, if it's not covered in the video, but you can at least give them a sense of who you are. Exactly. So correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like after speaking with Debbie and with you, um, both of you know exactly what you're doing with your businesses. It's kind of a mix of both. You know, you could have the smaller videos just for, you know, social media, which is great, but then sometimes you do need something professional for your website, that type of thing, correct? Yes. Yeah. I encourage anybody to, you know, it's always free to talk to me. You know, give me a call, send me an email, whatever it might be. If, if it's not a fit, I'm going to be honest with you and say, yeah, you know, this project is not going to be done for $250. I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm not going to try and, and stuff 10 pounds of produce into a five-pound bag. So uh, we'll let you know. We'll talk through it, see what your vision is, see if we can help you get there. And if it all works out, we'll, you know, let you. I try to give people like an A, B, and C rate. I can say, hey, this really expensive camera package with a huge crew, it'll be this much, but you know, if, if you've only have this much money, then it's going to be maybe a little bit, bit of a lesser camera, still quality stuff, but it's not your phone. And maybe a few less crew members, a little less post-production bells and whistles. Because as you know, everybody's first question is, how much is this going to cost? Mm -hmm. You never know how much it's going to cost until you talk about the content. So one of the things you mentioned to me when we were kind of getting this episode in the works is answering the question of why aren't people going to a website and reading more about a business. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but does video play any part in that? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, like we said, I think I just, unfortunately today's attention span just seems so short and people, I see people walking around and they're just staring at their phones. It's like the old, the old picture we used to see of evolution from like bent over monkey to, a, you know, erect man is now, there's one more. It's now a bent over person staring at their phone. So people get to a website and they're like, oh, too wordy, moving on. So if they can just click on something and learn about your business, I just think it's extremely helpful for them to learn who you are, what you do, what you offer, and hopefully it brings them into you know to working with you. Yeah, and it could put a, a face with the business Absolutely. instead of just the car wash down the street. They see the the people who work there, and they can kind of create a tie with them. Yep. So very cool. And I think sometimes like if like if you're like, hey, I'm Joe with whatever cleaners, then they call and Joe picks up the phone. They're like, hey, Joe, you're the guy I saw in the video. And you can, you know, in within, I'm very good, and I'm not saying this in an egotistical way, I'm just very good at getting a performance out of everyday regular people. Yeah. So I would say this that we didn't talk about is don't be afraid. Oh, I can't be on film. I can't be on in my own video. We'll get, we'll get the performance out of you and we'll make it so you, you know, you, I'm not going to, I'm never going to make you look bad. So, you know, people can put that face with that name. They can find out that you're, you know, a warm, trustworthy person sometimes through watching video. As I'm sure you know, today's technology and trends are always changing and evolving, and I'm sure that's the case with video. What are some trends that you're seeing being used in film and media, and do you think any of them can be utilized by a small business here in Fountain Hills? Yeah, the, the, the tools that we use have changed drastically over the years. I mean, first of all, no one shoots on film. I mean, some major feature films still shoot on film, but generally now it's a, it's a digital medium. Cameras are smaller, they're faster, uh, obviously, everybody sees drones flying around. Um, there's things called Osmos and Ronins and different handheld devices that steady your, your image. Uh, one thing I would say is I was watching a documentary once, and Francis Ford Coppola said that he saw the vision of the future where everybody would have a camera. And he said this in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. And then he paused and he said, but not everyone will have a story to tell. And it's true in the sense that if you don't know why one image comes after another image that goes with an image, why the person in the scene is, their wardrobe has changed, why the music does what it does, why there's transitional things, 
why you go from a wide to a tight to a medium or whatever it might be, it doesn't necessarily translate. Anybody can run around with a phone and shoot stuff, but that doesn't mean you know how to make it all work and tell the story. Exactly. And that's what we try to do is help people do that. Yeah. So back to your original thing is, yeah, the technology is improving. A lot of people get their 14-year-old nephew to go out and shoot their video for the website. It's going to look like that. Yeah. So, you know? so basically you're saying instead of just shooting, you know, here are my services that I have for business, maybe being a little more creative or putting that in a way that people want to keep watching our video and actually yes. learning more. And keep it brief. Yeah. Because after we found anything more than two minutes, you're going to lose an audience. Yeah. It's kind of funny you mentioned that my, my parents have a small business in Tucson and my dad, he's always on social media, taking pictures, videos. And at first his videos weren't doing super great. They weren't being watched that much. Sorry, dad, if you're listening. But um, <laughs> then he started putting our dog, our family dog, in the in the, uh, the the videos. And now people know Tucker, our family dog, as the shop dog. And they come in to see Tucker. And they come in and they want to, you know, see the star of the videos. And people actually love Tucker, who's now in our videos. So kind of something like that, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, if you have a little thing like that that gets people interested, the more hits you get, obviously that's better, for sure. You kind of have been sprinkling this in a little bit as right. we've gone, which is great. But for anyone that is listening, can you tell us more about when and why they should start thinking about hiring a professional to handle their video instead of just, like you said, having their 14-year-old nephew right. just open up the iPhone and call it good. Yeah, it just it depends on, I would say, where they're at with their business and their branding. A great time is, let's say you're, you're building a new website and you're coming out with a new logo. What a perfect time to spend a little money and, and get that professional branding video on your site. So when people click on it, it's all being launched. Right now, we're currently in pre-production for a no-kill shelter called Home for Good, and they're about to relaunch their logo after 10 years. So we're putting together a little movie trailer at their gala, and we're going to unveil their logo to the audience and then do a permanent video on their website. Um, so I would just say to people, you know, look at your website. Is it all words? And if it is, maybe it's time to do something. And again, it, it's not for everyone. If, if you only have a couple bucks, it's probably not going to work with us. But let's sit down and talk about it and go through the budget possibilities. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. kind of going off of that no-kill shelter you're mentioning, I guess maybe a good example of kind of what we've been talking about is, like you said, the, the full production professional trailer that you had to unveil the logo, but maybe more DIY. Maybe they had a pet of the week and they filmed the dog or a cat, whatever yep. it may be, and just said, hey, this is Scooby, right. you know, who's up for adoption, yep. you know, just something that they could do to s still get seen by people. But then they also have the professional yes. aspect too. They have volunteers with cell phones that shoot stuff all the time just exactly what you described okay. but it's not enough for them to to be impactful for somebody to to really understand their brand and their mission and to hear the voices of the founders and the president it's just exactly. somebody going hey there's fluffy and yeah. fluffy's up for adoption <laughs> yeah so it could be a mix you yes know, but absolutely there's, there's definitely a need for both or you know you can use both yeah absolutely yeah what like what you and debbie were discussing you it's not for everybody but there are times when you can use both Great. Yeah. Well, thank you for clarifying that. I'm yeah. sure our listeners really appreciate it. So before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to add or mention? Yeah, I did, I did want to mention something about Fountain Hills in that we forgot. Um, we also did a video for Copperwind Resort, and those folks up there were great. Um, I'm, I'm, I've seen them use it out when they've at the uh, business fair, have it out on their desk. It's a pretty fun little video. And we've used Fountain Hills as a backdrop for production. I was able to, I was producing something for a national spot called Magic Mesh, which is this 
you know, you go through the screen and the dog can come in and out and it closes with magnets. Well, we shot here on location. I actually think I have one of those. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we were uh, nice enough to have uh, Dory Wittrig from Sonoran Lifestyle Real Estate rented us a home that was empty and we were able to shoot there. We've shot at the park. Uh, there was a walking stick from the same company that we shot up on the top of the hill above the lake. So I'm also trying to use Fountain Hills as a place to bring outside companies to shoot when I'm the, when I'm the producer. Yeah, very cool. I mean, I feel like people can kind of forget that we are here in the valley. We're not, you know, Scottsdale where there's a lot of people or a lot of buildings or a little more remote, that type of thing. Really beautiful backdrop. So I could totally see where you'd want to use Fountain Hills in your videos. And it does help us get out there and yeah. known, especially in your industry, which is really cool. So I wanted to say that also your podcast has been really helpful in helping chamber members. Anybody that's out there, the chamber's great. Use their services. Paige is here to help. Everybody's here to help. And one of the things that was great about your podcast is I met Courtney Denham over at Wilderness Athlete. And she has videos on her website and we got to talking. And who knows? We may potentially work together someday. And if not, at least it's another connection of someone. And if, it, if so, there you go. It's a direct result of you guys doing your podcast. Yeah, well, thank you. That's always good to hear that, you know, first of all, that people are listening. Right. And I'm not just talking to a microphone <laughs> every week, but that people are getting connections because that was kind of one of our big goals was to connect our members through a different type of medium that we haven't used before. So I'm glad to hear that. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for being a part of this episode and being a guest on FountainCast and for bringing your expertise to our show. We truly appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you. And with that, another episode of FountainCast is in the books. I had such a great time sitting down with Andrew, and I hope everyone enjoyed learning and listening to what he had to say. Now, don't forget, new episodes of FountainCast are available every other Friday, so our next episode will be available for you to listen on July 26th. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to tell your friends, your neighbors, the person at the grocery store, your mailman, pretty much anyone to rate and review our show and download them wherever they get their podcasts. If you would like to submit a topic for the chance to be featured on an upcoming episode, please email me all of the information to page, P-A-I-G-E, at fountainhillschamber.com. Once again, I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson, and until next time.